Welcome back to another episode of Podcast Name. I'm your host Tom and joining me as always is my brilliant co-host Jen. How are you today, Jen? I'm doing great. Tom, excited for another fascinating discussion on the latest research and insights. Absolutely. And today's topic is a mouthful, but it's a really interesting one. We are going to be diving into a paper titled Divide evaluate and refine evaluating and improving text to image alignment with iterative vqa feedback now i know that sounds complex but we are here to break it down and make it intuitive for everyone that's right tom so let's start by giving a brief overview of what this paper is all about in a nutshell The authors explore the challenges in accurately aligning text descriptions with generated images. They propose a decompositional approach for both evaluating and improving this alignment using an iterative process. That's fascinating, Jen. So basically, they're tackling the problem of generating images from textual prompts and ensuring that they generated images truly capture the essence of the given text. It seems like there can be misalignments or discrepancies when generating complex prompts. Exactly, Tom. And what makes this research even more interesting is that they propose a method to decompose these complex prompts into smaller assertions or statements. By evaluating each assertion's alignment with the generated image using a visual question answering VQA model, they can provide more granular feedback on how well the image aligns with different parts of the prompt. So instead of treating the text to image alignment as a single scalar value or relying on traditional metrics like flip or blip scores, they break it down into these individual assertions to get a better understanding of where misalignments may occur. This approach seems much more comprehensive and insightful. Absolutely. Tom. And it doesn't stop there. They also leverage the feedback from the assertion level alignment scores to improve the generated images through an iterative refinement process. By gradually increasing the expressivity of the least aligned assertion, they aim to fine-tune and enhance the alignment until it reaches a desirable threshold. I love how they emphasize the importance of human ratings in evaluating their proposed approach. It's not just about comparing metrics, but rather understanding how well their method correlates with human perception and preferences. Absolutely. Tom, that human element is crucial in ensuring that their method truly enhances the text-to-image alignment in a way that aligns with our subjective evaluation as humans. This paper definitely pushes the boundaries of text-conditioned image generation. It's fascinating to see how researchers are continuously finding innovative ways to improve these models and make them even more reliable and aligned with our intentions. That's right, Tom. It's always exciting to see advancements in this field and how they can impact various applications, such as content creation, virtual reality, and so much more. I can't wait to dive deeper into this paper and explore the details behind this innovative approach. 
Well said, Jen. I think we've set the stage for an enlightening discussion on text-to-image alignment and how this research is contributing to its improvement. Listeners, stay tuned for more insights into divide, evaluate, and refine. Evaluating and improving text-to-image alignment with iterative VQA feedback. Thanks for joining us today on podcast name. Remember to follow us on your favorite podcast platform and join us next time for another captivating episode. Welcome back to another episode of our podcast. Today, we have a really fascinating topic to discuss. It's all about evaluating and improving text-to-image alignment using iterative VQA feedback. I know it sounds complex. But don't worry. We'll break it down and explain it in an intuitive way. That's right. Tom, this research paper titled Divide, Evaluate, and Refine, Evaluating and Improving Text-to-Image Alignment with Iterative VQA Feedback explores a training-free approach to address the challenges in generating images that accurately convey the meaning of a given textual prompt. Exactly. The field of text-conditioned image generation has seen tremendous progress with the advent of latent diffusion models. But as the complexity of the input text increases, these models can sometimes fail to generate images that align well with the semantics of the prompt. And what's interesting is that such misalignments often go undetected by pre-trained multimodal models like CLIP. So, this paper proposes a decompositional approach for both evaluating and improving text-to-image alignment. Right. They introduce a decompositional alignment score, DA score, which breaks down a complex prompt into a set of disjoint assertions. Each assertion is then evaluated for alignment with generated images using a visual question. Answering. VQA. Model. That's correct. And by combining these assertion level alignment scores, they can accurately measure the overall text to image alignment. In their experiments, they found that their proposed metric showed significantly higher correlation with human ratings compared to traditional metrics like clip or blip scores, Tom. Absolutely. And here's where it gets even more interesting. They also found that these assertion level alignment scores provide valuable feedback that can be used in an iterative refinement process to improve the quality of generated images. Jen. That's right. Tom. They propose a simple iterative procedure where they gradually increase the expressivity of different assertions in the final image outputs. This iterative refinement strategy allows them to generate better aligned image outputs compared to previous approaches. Tom. Indeed. And human user studies have shown that this approach surpasses previous state-of-the-art methods by 8.7% in overall text-to-image alignment accuracy. It's really impressive how this research combines evaluation and improvement techniques to enhance text-to-image alignment. Absolutely. And the best part is that they achieve all of this without the need for extensive human evaluation or training data. It's a training-free approach that shows great potential for practical applications in the field of 
Text-conditioned image generation. That's a great summary. Jen. This research paper provides valuable insights into improving text-to-image alignment using iterative VQA feedback. It's exciting to see how these advancements are pushing the boundaries of image generation based on textual prompts. Definitely. Tom, I hope our listeners found this episode informative and intriguing. If you want to dive deeper into the details, we'll make sure to include a link to the full paper in our episode description. Tom, that wraps up another episode of our podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Stay curious and keep exploring new frontiers in technology and research. Until next time. Jen. Bye everyone. Upbeat, catchy jingle playing. Welcome back to our award-winning podcast. We have a very special announcement for all you mischief makers out there. That's right. Tom. Today's episode is brought to you by Fairy Smoke Silliness Incorporated, the leading experts in wacky pranks and mind-boggling mischief. Are you tired of your boring old routine? Need a sprinkle of magic and laughter in your life? Well, look no further than Fairy Smoke Silliness Incorporated. They've got it all. Tom, from squirting flowers that never stop squirting, to exploding confetti animated handshakes, dot and even glow-in-the-dark banana peels. Oh man, Jen, that reminds me of the time I pranked my boss at work with the fairy smoke giggle bomb. He couldn't keep a serious face for weeks. Haha, classic, Tom. And let's not forget their latest invention, the ticklish tornado turbine 3000. Ah yes. This revolutionary device creates an instant tickle storm guaranteed to leave even the grumpiest Kamajan laughing uncontrollably. Don't worry about safety either because each prank comes with an official laughter liability insurance. Just in case things get too hilarious. Tom. Excitedly. And guess what? Listeners? As proud sponsors of our podcast. Fairy Smoke Silliness Incorporated is offering an exclusive discount code just for you. Use code LAWOUTLOUD at checkout and get 50% off any prank pack or frivolous fiasco kit. Jen. Whispering. But remember folks. Always use these pranks responsibly, or as responsibly as possible when handling exploding. Chickens. Tom tries not to laugh. Tom. Almost laughing. Absolutely. Jen. So, if you're looking to bring some extra giggles and unexpected surprises into your life, head over to fairy-smokesilliness.com for a wild ride of silliness. Jen. Bursting into laughter. Yes. Get ready for the joyride of your lifetime. Just don't forget your umbrella. It might rain confetti. Tom. Joining in laughter. That's right. Tune in next week as we share some hilarious listener pranks powered by Fairy Smoke Silliness. Incorporated. Ending music fades out. Announcer. Fairy Smoke Silliness Incorporated. Making the world a happier place. One prank at a time. Closing music. 
Welcome back to another episode of our award-winning podcast. I'm Tom. And as always, I'm joined by the brilliant Jen. How are you today, Jen? Thanks, Tom. I'm excited to dive into another fascinating topic with you. Today, we have something truly innovative and groundbreaking to discuss. A paper titled Rocco, Dialectic Multi-Robot Collaboration with Large Language Models. That's right, Jen. In this paper, researchers from Columbia University propose a novel approach to multi-robot collaboration that harnesses the power of pre-trained large language models for both high-level communication and low-level path planning. It's a fascinating blend of natural language processing and robotics. Absolutely. Tom, the abstract of the paper gives us an overview of their approach. They equip robots with large language models, LLMs, to enable them to engage in high-level discussions and strategize task plans together. Then, these LLM agents generate sub-task plans and task space waypoint paths that are used by a multi-arm motion planner to accelerate trajectory planning. That's quite impressive. And what's even more remarkable is that they provide feedback from the environment, such as collision checking, and prompt the LLM agents to improve their plans in real time. This allows for adaptability and learning in dynamic scenarios. Exactly. And to evaluate their approach, they introduce Rocco Bench, a benchmark consisting of six multi-robot collaboration tasks. These tasks cover a wide range of scenarios and test the flexibility and generality of their algorithm. The researchers demonstrate the effectiveness of Roco on this benchmark by achieving high success rates across all tasks. They also showcase how Roco can easily incorporate human-in-the-loop interactions, where a user can communicate and collaborate with a robot agent to complete tasks together. It's truly remarkable how Rocco combines high-level task coordination and low-level motion planning. Using large language models, it offers interpretable and flexible dialogue-based collaboration, which can greatly enhance the productivity of multi-robot systems. Absolutely. Jen, this paper pushes the boundaries of what robots can achieve by leveraging the power of language. Models. It opens up new possibilities for more efficient and effective multi-robot collaboration. I couldn't agree more. Tom, in this episode, we'll dive deeper into the key components of Rocco, discuss their experimental results on Rocco Bench, and explore the practical implications of this research. So stay tuned, folks. We're about to embark on an exciting journey into the world of multi-robot collaboration with large language models. Get ready to be amazed. Transition music. Welcome back. Now that we have set the stage for our discussion on Roco. Dialectic multi-robot collaboration with large language models. Let's delve into the nitty-gritty details. That's right. Tom. In order to make complex topics like this more intuitive for our listeners, let's break it down into smaller chunks and explain each component in a simplified manner. Sounds like a plan. Jen, 
Let's start with the concept of multi-robot collaboration. Imagine a scenario where multiple robots are working together to complete a task. This could be anything from sorting objects to cleaning a room or even making sandwiches. Exactly. Tom. Now, what sets Rocco apart is that it leverages large language models, LLMs, to enable high-level communication and coordination between these robots. Each robot is equipped with its own LLM agent that speaks on its behalf. These LLM agents engage in dialogues with each other, discussing task strategies in natural language. This allows them to collectively reason and come up with a plan of action. That's right, Tom. The dialogues result in sub-task plans, which include specific actions that each robot needs to take. These plans also incorporate feedback from the environment, such as collision checking and consideration of task constraints. And here comes the interesting part. Jen. These subtask plans are then used by a multi-arm motion planner to generate optimized trajectories for each robot. This ensures efficient and collision-free execution of the tasks. It's fascinating how Rocco combines the power of natural language processing with robotics. The large language models not only enable effective communication between robots but also assist in low-level motion planning using 3D spatial reasoning. Absolutely. Jen. And to validate their approach, the researchers have created Roco Bench. A benchmark consisting of six multi-robot collaboration tasks. This benchmark covers various scenarios and helps evaluate the effectiveness and adaptability of Roco. It's impressive to see how Roco performs on Roco Bench, achieving high success rates across all tasks. It demonstrates its ability to handle different collaboration scenarios without any task-specific training. Indeed. And one notable aspect is that Roco can even incorporate human-in-the-loop interactions. This means that a user can collaborate with a robot agent in real-time to complete complex tasks. Together. Overall. Tom. This paper showcases an innovative approach to multi-robot collaboration by combining large language models with advanced motion planning techniques. It has far-reaching implications for enhancing productivity and adaptability in robotics applications. Absolutely. Jen. The possibilities are endless when it comes to leveraging language models in robotics. It's an exciting time for this field. Transition music. And that brings us to the end of another enlightening episode. We hope you enjoyed our discussion on Roco. Dialectic multi-robot collaboration with large language models. We covered a lot of ground today. Exploring the key components of Rocco. Discussing the experimental results. And highlighting the practical implications of this research. Indeed. Jen. The integration of large language models into multi-robot collaboration opens up new possibilities. For more efficient and effective task execution. Absolutely. Tom, as always, we encourage our listeners to explore the paper further for more in-depth details. You can find it under the title Rocco, 
Dialectic multi-robot collaboration with large language models. And don't forget to visit their project website at project-roco.github.io. There you can find videos and code related to Roco. Thanks for joining us today. We'll be back soon with more fascinating topics. Until then, keep exploring and stay curious. Closing music. Upbeat music playing. Hey there listeners. We have a special sponsor for today's episode that is truly out of this world. That's right. Tom. Our sponsor is Lunar Bites, the one and only intergalactic bakery. Bringing you the cheesiest delights from the moon. You heard it folks. They've got cheese from the moon. And let me tell you. These cheesy treats are no ordinary bites. Absolutely not. Tom. Lunar Bites' secret is in their special lunar cows that graze on moon cheese grass. Moon cheese grass? That sounds ridiculously awesome. I wonder if it glows in the dark. Well who knows what kind of crazy things happen on the moon. But what we do know is that it produces some seriously mouth-watering flavors. Oh yeah. Picture sinking your teeth into a velvety soft moon melt grilled cheese sandwich. MMM. Pure lunacy. Jen. In awe. And how about their signature crater crisps? It's like potato chips with an extraterrestrial twist they're so addictive you'll be reaching for. More in saying goodbye to earthly snacks. Tom. Whispering. Pust. Jen I think those crisps have secretly turned me into an astronaut chef. Jen. Whispering back. Maybe we should inform NASA. I mean Lunar Bites could revolutionize space food as we know it. Tom. Chuckling. Right you are. Jen. But hey listeners, let's not forget their fabulous cream-filled pastries called Cosmic Cream Puffs. These little beauties will launch your taste buds to another dimension. Jen. Dreamily. Oh Tommy boy. Imagine floating through space with a Cosmic Cream Puff in hand. Both hosts burst into laughter. Lunar Bites truly brings new meaning to the phrase out of this world flavor. So, folks, don't wait. Place your order today and get ready for a taste experience that's light years ahead. Head on over to LunarBites.com and use promo code PODCASTMOON for an exclusive 10% off your first order. But hurry. Before NASA realizes we're responsible for blowing their snacks out of orbit. Laughter fades out with theme music. Announcer. Lunar Bites. Bringing you the cheesiest delights from the moon. Satisfy your extraterrestrial cravings today. Outro music. And that's a wrap for today's episode. We hope you enjoyed our discussion on diffusion policies for out-of-distribution generalization in offline reinforcement learning. It's fascinating to see how researchers are pushing the boundaries of RL and finding innovative solutions to address real-world challenges. Absolutely. Tom, this research opens up new possibilities for offline RL algorithms and has practical implications across various domains, whether it's robotics, healthcare, 
or finance. The ability to learn better policies from offline data without the need for expensive data. Collection procedures is a game changer. Definitely, Jen. And remember, we've provided a link to the paper in the show notes if you want to dive deeper into this topic. As always, thank you for listening to our award-winning podcast. Thank you all for tuning in. Until next time. This is Tom and Jen signing off. Outro music fades out. Upbeat music playing. Hey there, podcast peeps. We interrupt your regularly scheduled programming to bring you the most out of this world. Announcement ever. That's right. Tom, hold on tight because we've got an intergalactic sponsor that is truly Meteor IFIC. Introducing Cosmic Rhythms, the world's premier dancing meteorite entertainment agency. Imagine this, folks. You're throwing a party and you want it to be next-level epic. But regular entertainment just won't cut it. You need something unique. Something cosmic. Enter Cosmic Rhythms, where our team of meteorites has literally mastered the art of dance. In space. That's right. Folks. Each meteorite performer boasts otherworldly moves that are simply astronomical. Picture your guests' faces when they see meteors gracefully twirling and breaking it down on your dance floor. These performers have styleful light ears. With their glowing trails and cosmic grooves, they'll turn any event into a bona fide celestial rave. Jen. Whispering dramatically. Dance like no one is watching. Because everyone will be too busy staring at these cosmic dancers in awe. Tom. Whispering equally dramatically. Prepare to ignite your stellar soiree with Cosmic Rhythm's sensational dancing meteorites. Together. Singing gravely with an echo effect. Musical note dancing through the cosmos. Soaring. Cross the sky. Cosmic Rhythms will make you fly high. With glittery tails and celestial spin, they'll rock your party, till morning begins. Musical note voiceover announcer. Speedily. Book now before Supernova Saturday or Terrestrial Tango Tuesday for a mind-blowingly discounted rate. Call 1-800-COSM-RHYTHM. So remember, folks, when it comes to entertainment, reach for the stars, right here on Earth. Cosmic Rhythms, where meteorites are the life of your party. And now, back to our regularly scheduled programming. Fade out with cosmic sound effects and podcast theme music. Welcome back to another episode of our award-winning podcast. I'm Tom. And I'm here with my co-host Jen. Hey everyone. We have an exciting topic to dive into today. We'll be discussing a fascinating paper titled Large Language Models as General Pattern Machines. That's right, Jen. In this paper, the authors explore the surprising capabilities of pre-trained large language models. LLMs. To complete complex patterns, they demonstrate how these models can go beyond traditional language tasks and serve as general. Sequence modelers. 
It's truly remarkable how LLMs can auto-regressively complete sequences ranging from arbitrary ones generated by probabilistic context-free grammars to rich spatial patterns found in AI benchmarks. Like the abstract reasoning corpus. Absolutely. Jen. And what's even more intriguing is that LLMs can partially retain their pattern completion. Proficiency even when the sequences are expressed using randomly sampled tokens from the vocabulary. That's a groundbreaking finding. Tom. The implications of this discovery are significant for various fields, including robotics. Exactly. The authors delve into how these zero-shot capabilities can be applied to problems in robotics, such as extrapolating sequences representing states over time or discovering closed-loop policies for tasks like stabilizing a cart pole. It's worth noting that while deploying LLMs for real systems is challenging due to latency and compute costs, exploring their potential in low-level control opens up exciting possibilities for transferring patterns among words to actions. Absolutely. Jen, this podcast episode will guide you through the key insights of this paper in an intuitive and accessible way. We'll break down complex concepts and illustrate them with relatable examples. So stay tuned as we delve into the world of large language models as general pattern machines and explore how their zero-shot capabilities may revolutionize various domains, including robotics. And don't forget to check out the paper titled Large Language Models as General Pattern Machines for a deeper dive into the research. We'll provide the link in the episode description. Thanks for joining us today, and let's get started with this exciting exploration. Outro music. Upbeat, funky music playing in the background. Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Tom and Jen Show, where we take you on a cosmic journey through space and time. That's right. Folks, and today's episode is brought to you by our new sponsor, Cosmic Grooves, the Intergalactic Disco Ball Emporium. Are you tired of those boring parties here on Earth? Do regular disco balls just not cut it anymore? Well, fear not. Cosmic Grooves has got your back with their mind-blowing selection of intergalactic disco balls that are out of this world. Literally. These disco balls are imported straight from far-off galaxies. They're handcrafted by dancing aliens with four legs and rainbow-colored fur. That's right. Each groove-crafted ball is designed to create an enchanting light show that will make every party feel like it's happening on Neptune or Saturn's wild rings. But wait. There's more. These cosmic dance spheres come equipped with advanced alien technology. Simply give them a little spin. And they'll transport your living room into a portal-filled dance floor extravaganza, Jen. Excitedly. You won't believe what happens next. The beats get so infectious that even your dog starts. Grooving like there's no tomorrow. SFX. Dog barking along in rhythm. Tom. Laughing. Talk about an out-of-this-world experience. Plus. 
Each purchase comes with a complimentary light-up jumpsuit for when you want to up your stellar style game even further. Jen. In an exaggerated announcer voice. So don't be stuck spinning around old school disco balls. Head over to Cosmic Grooves today for all your intergalactic party needs, because life is too short for ordinary earthly celebrations. SFX, funky music fades out. And remember, listeners, use promo code DISCOINSPACE to receive an additional 10% off your intergalactic disco ball purchase. Jen. Excitedly. That's right. Tom. Get ready to light up the galaxy with cosmic grooves. The Intergalactic Disco Ball Emporium. Tom and Jen. In unison. Keep grooving and stay cosmic. Theme music fades in. Announcer. This segment was brought to you by Cosmic Grooves, where every dance is a celestial celebration. Theme music fades in. Welcome back to another episode of Tech Talks with Tom and Jen. I'm Tom. And I'm Jen. And today we have an exciting topic to delve into. Understanding real-world AI planning domains. A conceptual framework. Now, I know that might sound a bit complex. But don't worry. We're here to break it down for you in an intuitive way. That's right. Jen. Planning is a critical aspect of any intelligent system designed for real-world applications. AI planning specifically focuses on automatically computing plans that fulfill user objectives. But here's the catch, identifying and comprehending the relevant and realistic aspects of these. Real-world application domains is crucial for developing effective AI planning systems. Absolutely. Tom. And that's where this paper comes into play. It introduces a conceptual framework that not only identifies and categorizes the aspects of real-world planning domains at varying levels of granularity but also provides a common language to discuss these concepts. Exactly. Jen. This framework is a game-changer because it provides knowledge engineers and software engineers with guidance in designing identifying, and categorizing resources required for developing AI planning systems in real-world application domains. And what's fascinating is that this paper focuses on the domain of sustainable buildings as a prime example of an application domain for AI planning. By using this domain as a case study, the authors demonstrate how their conceptual framework can be applied successfully. Right you are. Jen. The framework developed here has tremendous potential impact on the design, development, and applicability of AI planning systems across diverse real-world domains. So stay tuned as we dive deeper into this paper and explore the various aspects of understanding real-world AI planning domains. Transition sound. Theme music fades out. Welcome back. Now let's start by exploring the first aspect of the conceptual framework, which is objectives. Objectives refer to the goals or desired outcomes that an AI planning system should aim to achieve within a specific domain. 
The paper categorizes objectives based on their type and granularity. That's right, Tom. There are two types of objectives, soft goals and hard goals. Soft goals represent user preferences or desires that may not be mandatory for the planning system to fulfill, while hard goals are strict requirements or requests that must be fulfilled. And within each of these objective types, there can be different levels of granularity. Some objectives may require exact quantities to be achieved, while others may focus on qualitative aspects such as improving efficiency or optimizing cost. Absolutely. And this categorization helps us understand how different objectives can impact the design and development of AI planning systems in real-world domains. Moving on to tasks. This aspect focuses on the complexity of actions and their relations within a planning domain. The complexity of tasks can range from simple actions that can be performed directly to complex tasks that depend on other subtasks. Right, Tom. And it's important to consider how complex tasks are related to their subtasks in terms of abstraction levels, structured causality, recursion, alternatives, and conditions. This information helps in designing effective plans by understanding how different actions relate to each other within a domain. Now let's look at quantities. This aspect focuses on the various quantities involved in a planning domain such as resources required for actions, costs associated with actions, and environmental inputs like renewable energy sources or raw materials. That's correct. By understanding these quantities and how they interact with one another within a domain, we can design efficient plans that optimize resource usage and minimize costs. Determinism is another crucial aspect in EI planning domains. It refers to whether a planning domain is deterministic or non-deterministic. In a deterministic domain, all conditions and actions have predefined outcomes and costs. However, most real-world domains are non-deterministic due to factors like uncertainty or risk. That's right, Tom. Non-determinism introduces partial observability and action contingencies where actions may not work as expected or have predefined effects. It's important to understand the level of determinism in a domain to develop effective planning systems. Absolutely. The next aspect we'll discuss is agents. Agents are the performers of actions within a planning domain. They can be human agents like building occupants or AI agents such as robots or software components. Right, Tom. Understanding the behavior and controllability of different agents within a domain helps in designing plans that optimize interactions between various entities. Let's move on to constraints. This aspect focuses on the various constraints that apply within a planning domain such as physical. Constraints related to spatial and temporal aspects. Well-being constraints for user comfort and safety. Compliance with regulations. And economic constraints like cost considerations. Absolutely. By considering these constraints during the planning process, we can ensure that our plans meet all requirements and adhere to necessary regulations within a 
domain. And finally, let's talk about qualities. This aspect refers to various qualities that should be considered while designing AI planning. Systems for real-world application domains such as modularity for easy maintainability. Understandability of resulting plans by humans. That's right. It also includes aspects like robustness, minimality, coverage, compliance with requirements, performance under failures, fault tolerance, efficiency, operationality, scalability. Exactly. These qualities help ensure that AI planning systems are effective, efficient, scalable, and adaptable in real-world scenarios. Transition sound. Theme music fades in. And that wraps up our exploration of the conceptual framework for understanding real-world AI. Planning domains. We hope this deep dive has helped you grasp the key aspects of this topic in an intuitive way. Absolutely. Tom, understanding real-world AI planning domains is crucial for designing and developing effective planning systems that can tackle complex challenges in various application domains. That's right, Jen. And with the guidance provided by this conceptual framework, knowledge engineers and software engineers have a valuable tool at their disposal to navigate the complexities of real-world AI planning domains. So whether you're interested in sustainable buildings or any other real-world domain, we hope you've found this episode informative and thought-provoking. Thank you all for tuning into Tech Talks with Tom and Jen. We'll catch you in the next episode where we'll continue exploring exciting topics in the world of technology. Until then, take care. Stay curious and keep learning. See you next time. Theme music fades out. Cheerful music starts playing. Hey there, podcast pals. Are you tired of the same old boring commute? Stuck in traffic and daydreaming about doing backflips? Well, have we got news for you. Our podcast is proudly sponsored by Hyper Pogo Transport Corp. The world's first pogo stick transportation company. That's right. Folks, say goodbye to stuffy buses and drowsy trains. With Hyper Pogo, you'll be hopping your way through rush hour like a kangaroo on steroids. Picture this, bouncing over cars with pure elegance and grace while putting the spring back in. Your step. Who needs a gym membership when you can strengthen those quads just going to work? And don't worry about safety because Hyper Pogo Transport Corp. Has it covered with their patented Pogo Bubble technology. Jen. Whispers. It's like a bubble wrap cocoon for your commute. Tom. Excitedly. Exactly. You'll feel like an invincible bouncy superhero as you traverse the city streets in style. Amazing sound effects play. Speaker 1. While bouncing on a pogo stick. V. Speaker 2. Laughing. Look at me goo. Jazzy music fades out. So what are you waiting for? Ditch that boring car or that dull subway ride and join our Boundstastic movement with Hyperpogo. Transport Corp. Just remember to wear comfy shoes and bring some spare earplugs. That's right. Jen. 
And if our spirited endorsement doesn't convince you, then think of all those extra Instagram followers who will want to see your epic jumps on their feed. Jingle plays softly. Narrator. Enthused tone. Hyper Pogo Transport Corp. Where commuting becomes trampoline fantastic. Remember to use promo code P-O-G-O-P-A-R-T-Y when booking your first bounce for an extra spring in your step. Gen. Giggling. Happy hopping. Everyone. Podcast Resumes.